0: So let me thank my awesome sponsor, Gummy Cube. And they ask you this simple question, is your app visible in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store? That means that people actually finding your app in those app stores. Well, Gummy Cube, I think are the best resource you can have to optimize your app and increase your search rankings. See how you can increase your revenue with app store optimization. And to, to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com. That is www.gummycube.com. Thanks GummyCube for sponsoring the show. So let me thank my absolutely amazing sponsor called App Press. They were on Product Hunt and they received somewhere in the region of almost 600 upvotes. That is incredible. They are one of the highest, most upvoted app creation tools on Product Hunt so far. And a lot of people loving AppPress Press to help you make native apps that go onto the App Store. So I recommend that you go to www.apppress.com. Thank you very much to App Press for supporting the show. Hi, I'm Harrison Rose. I'm the co-founder of Paddle.com and you're listening to the App Guy podcast.
1: The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another
0: episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. It's Paul Kemp. Oh, I'm thrilled today because I have a an awesome guest. Uh, I met this uh, founder uh, recently while I was doing a launch, a launch event uh, surrounding a launch of an app, and it was actually on Product Hunt. uh, And so, uh, let me get straight into it. He is on the west coast of the US, uh, and he his name is uh, Sai Hussein. He is the founder. Of Crowdcast.io, and we're here to talk about uh, Crowdcast.io and how I've been using it for my launches and other things that we can learn. So, Sai, welcome to the App guy hey, podcast. Thank you. Great to be here. But you have built such an awesome platform. I mean, let's, let's just tell sort of the app entrepreneurs listening to this what, what it is that you do at Crowdcast. Yeah,
1: I mean, so basically, um, yeah, you know, Crowdcast lets you have a really interactive, engaging uh, virtual event oh. where you're, you know, yeah. uh, chatting with. All the viewers, you're, they're asking you questions or uploading each other's questions. You could poll them live and it gives you all these analytics behind it. Um, so you, you can basically have the most interactive and engaging uh, online event. Well, I've been
0: using this, as I say, for launches on product and that's been extremely helpful um, because I've you know done a number of Google Hangouts and it can be a bit of a pain trying to get those things yeah uh, you know embedded into your own website, but what I found when I started using crowdcast is it was just so easy it was it was simple i I set up the event and uh, put in my uh, live event YouTube mm-hmm. link uh, and it seamlessly um it, it, it gave me an embed code to share and
1: it was great. yeah yeah you can embed the whole event any, anywhere on the web and yeah the, the whole idea is you know, how, how do you make it as simple as possible to join the event? Um, and participate in it.
0: Yeah, and what what I also liked, I think, is the best feature for me is the fact that you can answer questions during the event. And I know it, you have this in your demo mm-hmm. video, and I should certainly recommend anyone to go and check this out. It's Crowdcast.io, Crowdcast.io. And uh, in the the question, when anyone comes back to that event, uh, they can actually just click the question, and it goes directly to that point in the video. That, that, that is amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's surprising how most webinar software or webcasting software don't allow that. Um, but yeah, that, that's turned out to be one of the more, uh, I guess, sexy features of Crowdcast.
0: So, Sai, this is an, a podcast to help inspire those of us, uh, those listeners who have yet to start their entrepreneurial journey or try to figure the whole mm-hmm. thing out. What an! How on earth did you end up building this awesome platform and, and becoming an entrepreneur? Perhaps you can give us a, a sense of your story.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it's uh, there's always been like the entrepreneurial, like you know, like sort of spirit in me since back in high school um, when I basically ended up sending myself to a boarding school and I had to find ways to to cover the expenses, and so I went online on Craigslist and <laughs> started asking for for gigs and started teaching myself web development, and then started charging you know for it and then by the time i was in college you know i was like oh well you know like the skills that they're teaching me here is not really that crazy and i'm already you know i've already got a job and i'm doing things online so just ended up leaving early and and started working at startups um and then you know fast forward a few years and you know i'm sort of i have the 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 bug the the entrepreneurial bug and i'm like I'm looking for different things to work on at the same time i'm I was just really, really frustrated with, like, webinars and webcasts and, and was just really surprised at, like, how terrible the experience was. And so, um, you know, at first, I, my goal was, wasn't necessarily to start a startup. It was just, you know, um, can I build something, you know, that is, can I build an experience that's, you know, way better than what's, what's out there right now um, and, and, and piggyback off of the other video streaming providers like Google Hangouts and Livestream and Ustream. Uh, so that I don't have to build that portion. And, um, and in the process, it became this, you know, crowdcast thing, um, which ended up being a lot bigger than I expected.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the, the themes that you're picking up on already and has basically been the long-running theme of my show, you know, over the years, uh, is uh, the fact that you found a problem existing in your own, you know, like, world, and you just have to solve it. And it so happens that, I guess, when you solve that, then it becomes... a uh, a startup idea. Did, did you found the company with anyone else? Or are you doing this on your own? It's you
1: been, know, it's been, it's been a, a solo journey. Um, i built the first version just, you know, like designed and built it myself. Um, only recently have within the past couple of months have I started teaming up with other people. Um, but it's, it's, it's a very different sort of game when you're by yourself. So you got to have lots of people you can bounce your ideas off of who are just, you know, friends to, to help you along or else you can just get trapped in your own mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of the guests we have are co-founders, but you're, you're doing this on your own. Is this the, your full-time thing now? I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. you what left left um, as, as a startup to to work. Yeah, on this. yeah.
1: Well, I've been basically um, expecting myself to work on something full, like one of my side projects, full-time. So the, for the past two years, I've only been doing part-time work and doing contract work. And so back in September, um, I went full-time on Crowdcast um, because. I needed to prepare for this big conference called the Hack Summit. Um, and in the process, uh, it's, it's sort of worked out so that I can work on it full-time now. Okay, so you're, you're setting up the path for
0: anyone else listening to this now in that you, you knew you were going to be doing your own thing. So to, to almost prepare yourself, you were working yeah, part-time yeah. and... And, and then that gave you the flexibility and the freedom to, when you wanted to pull the trigger, that you could just leave and then focus on this full time, this crowdcast. Yeah. I mean, it, it, didn't it, have a couple
1: to. things were intentional. Like, one, I intentionally worked at a bunch of different companies to get a sense of how they ran. Like, what tools did they use to manage the company? What kind of development software did they use? You know, what, what, what did, uh, what kind of strategies did they use to get their tasks done? Um, so I was just kind of, it's almost like a, an, you know, just observing while I was in all these different startups to see how they all worked um and at the same time working on my own sort of projects on the side to see which ones would take off um you know initially when I started building the first version of Crowdcast um you know the goal is to just build a simple product that you know that actually just made money um and 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 the, and the idea would have been like to switch from my contract work to the business uh, in a very slow way but um but yeah, things usually move in, either faster or in a direction that you didn't expect.
0: That's great. And uh, and how did you uh, like afford to do it? I mean, I'm guessing that you're bootstrapping the project at this stage. Unless did you get funding for the the thing? Or I mean, have you got any advice for anyone who's wanting to do the same thing in terms of tips on how to
1: afford to be able to do what you? Yeah. Done? Um, well, first I. I, I you know, being a contractor you can charge a lot more than you know working full-time and so um, I had about you know maybe three months of savings when I left my last job um, and that that gave me like a runway to just focus on sort of launch, launching things to see how far I can take and at the same time I had uh, my first customer who, who paid for a bunch of my expenses <laughs> and so it, it enabled me to go full-time um, and then eventually you know um, once we had this event that had about 30,000 people, um, come through, uh, I reached out to some of my uh, angel friends and, and, you know, they gave me essentially like a really small, just a check for me so I can like, you know, pay the bills for the, for the, you know, for the time being, um, like a friends and family round. And, um, and now, you know, um, you know, we're basically gonna eventually start fundraising for the next round. But in the meantime, um. Yeah, just that—that that enabled me to just work full time on 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 Crowdcast.
0: That—that uh, that is, cool. I mean, first of all, the thing I've learned from you, and I don't think I've heard anyone refer to it as that, is like the first round of funding is the friends and family round, and of course, that is a great source of help because they want you to succeed and they often believe in you because they know what you can do. So it, it's obviously just something to remind any every, every, every to tribe listening to this that you can and maybe uh, get some help from friends and family and financial and other ways of supporting.
1: Them. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if, if they've, they know um, sort of what your skill sets are and they've, they've been able to work with you and seen you over a long period of time that they can trust that you'll be fine, um, that you'll do pretty, you know, pretty well, then they have a huge incentive to, to invest. Right. Okay.
0: And, um okay so I'm trying to think of the the best way we can help app entrepreneurs now who maybe wants to use your like mm-hmm. platform to promote their own um uh, their own uh, apps now the the way I'm doing it is that I am using product hunt and uh, when we have a live uh, when we have a launch day on product hunt then I set up a dedicated landing page to direct product hunters to which embeds your video, yeah. And I just wondered if you could, we could talk through that a little bit more to try and help anyone else uh, who wants to replicate what what we're actually doing with
1: crowdcast. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, I mean, because it's it's a platform to just you know talk to a virtual audience, engage your audience, build a community, uh, even you know do webinars, whatever whatever the use case is. Um, it's pretty varied. So um, I, I think what you're doing with with using it as a, as a means to communicate with people as you launch product is great, you know. Um, and any sort of app developers out there um, who who at the beginning of their company needs to one launch product and then later on uh, continue building out that community. So both of those are really good use cases. Um, and at the front and um, yeah, when when they do that launch event, just pointing and having a crowdcast event running where anyone can come in and, and ask questions and meet other people and discuss the product. I think that's a great way to build momentum and, 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 it, and it's kind of proven. And after, after seeing how successful your, your crowdcast was for, for uh, the podcast, um, uh, it, it, it definitely drove a lot of you know, traffic back and forth between product content and your websites. Uh, you know, it seems like a really good strategy.
0: Two months or so of working.
1: If yeah. I, think- I was, um, actually thinking that the
0: I mean obviously for anyone who doesn't know this this is my success I had the launch of a new podcast called App Store Launch Stories and uh, had it on Product Hunt had the live event to talk about it and it managed to get the podcast up to number three in the charts where I was alongside uh, people like Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income and um, I, I think at one point I beat Seth Godin, which was uh, <laughs> a, a child. It's, it's been a dream of mine for the last 12, uh, uh four or five years. So, uh, the, the one thing I was wondering though is like you do have uh, the ability to capture emails for re- getting people to register for the uh, event. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've not used that feature. I just thought it's better for them to land there and start like engaging. Do you have any viewpoints on that from your like analytics? Yeah. Of-
1: of how people yeah, use it. Yeah, I mean, the main, the main value you get out of that is the ability to, one, message them before and after the event. So you can follow up with the audience, be like, hey, we're doing this other event in about two weeks, check it out. Um, or follow up with, you know, the questions that were never answered. Um, and then, uh, you know, that, you know, essentially, um, on the other side, in Crowdcast also just automatically reminds users. So uh, if, if you're having an event coming up and I register for it. Um, I'll get reminders to show up so you end up having a a a larger number of people showing up at the beginning. So those are the main two benefits.
0: I think you'll want to check out this sponsor Gummy Cube. Uh, They are supporting the show and they can help you market your app. They are enabling app store optimization which actually is discoverability of your app and if you think about one of the long-running themes of this show it's discoverability in the app stores. Well, Gummy Cube can help you out with discoverability. More than 50% of mobile apps are discovered via search. So why are you not thinking about your keywords, your title, your description, your screenshots, your icon? Just getting some expert help so that you can be discovered in the app store. I mean, even if you've built the world's best app, you've still got to get it in front of your target market. And this is where Gummy Cube can help out. So I highly recommend going over and just checking out what they can do. It's best to go to their website, www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. Or you can go to theappguy.co and search for Dave Bell and listen to his episode, where he goes into great detail about what Gummy Cube are doing and thank you very much to gummy cube for continuing to be a great supporter of this show so please go and thank the sponsor app press by going and visiting www.app-press.com and sign up for their free trial of their app creation service what they can enable you to do is build an app totally code free just drag and drop, it's really easy. If you use something like Photoshop, you will easily pick up uh, AppPress. It really is a very easy way of creating apps. And these apps are beautiful. If you've got some really nice images, then it really does create a lovely app. And to just check this out, you can download uh, the best Caesar app that was built with AppPress. Uh, I highly recommend using AppPress. And, uh, to thank the sponsor why don't you go over and just uh check them out it's www.app-press.com that's www.app-press.com and thanks very much to app press for just being such a great sponsor so so Sai, this is great having you on because i'm now thinking of some of the uh, questions that we have around events and i wondered what what your opinion is of uh, whether it's um Okay, so how likely are uh, users, to, you know, to go and register an event, to go and actually attend the event? Is there a big drop off between the actual registration process and then, you know, setting themselves as- aside that time and, and then then physically turning up? Have you got any tips to, to help get maximize the number of people at that event?
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing is, you know, like requiring registration helps that, right? So because you know, we send out the email reminders. Um, so that's the number one thing. Number two is uh, just really tweeting it on your social media. Like a lot of people have events and they're not really sharing it on, on, on Twitter or Facebook. But just leveraging all those channels to point to that event location really um, does help. And the third one would probably be um, embedding it somewhere that's pretty visible on your website. Um, so when you sort of combine all three, you end up getting a lot of people who show up. And since, since uh, Crowdcast is designed in a way that you have one page that automatically handles registration, the live event, and the post-event, all the marketing work you do to drive people to that registration page ends up paying off to drive them to the post-event page if the event is over. So it still pays off, um, So which, which leads to a lot of people showing up after it's over.
0: Right, okay. And that's where the, the attraction of the, uh, the the watching the replays and going to those direct points in the, the video yeah. of
1: where you answer those questions. Yeah, what we found is in a, in a traditional webinar, um, you have, of the people who register, uh, six out of ten of them don't actually show up for the live event. And you know, most of that shows up after the event is over. And for a traditional webinar, when it's over, it's just over, you can't access it. There's no way of, you know, seeing what content was shared or anything like that. Um, it's like the long tail. You get to capture the long tail by using Crowdcast. Oh, I see. That was, that was very clever. Okay, so there's two more things we need to do before
0: we say mm-hmm. goodbye. One is that there's a lot of people uh, who listen to this show who have not yet got themselves a very good idea. And you've obviously stumbled across a great idea. To help them out, I'd love to know uh, what your big pain points are in your business. Any particular pain point, frustration, like something you're, you're um, struggling with that, that you feel that we could flesh out an idea because we love to solve pain points. So, are you able to tell mm. us you know, like a particular pain point, frustration you've had in your business over the yeah. last few months?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm sure there's plenty. Um, one that's a pretty simple one that someone could build is uh, uh, we want to, like, there's a lot of people doing, uh, like, hangouts on air, and they're tweeting about it on Twitter. And we want to automatically, like, uh, tweet back at those people, but with customized messages. Um, but not have to write it all, right? So if someone could build like a Twitter thing <laughs> that automatically search for the tweets that have certain criteria in it, some a certain uh, term in it, um, and then yeah. tweet back at them directly with, with some other, you know, maybe canned message, that would be pretty useful um, as, as a means of just marketing the event. Or so marketing the this cast, is yeah. great because th-
0: this is your target market, isn't it? Anyone who's running a, um, a Hangout live uh you you then could be a, you could pick them up as a potential uh user of yeah, crowdcast.io yeah. because of the integration yeah because so so you want you want a clever way of getting in touch with them and just letting them know that, that you could they could also use the the crowdcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Because from their point of view, it's still a hangout, but now when they plug in Crowdcast, they just get, you know, more people showing up at the event, a lot more interactivity, all this data behind the event and everything's obviously preserved for later. Um, and so to reaching yeah, those people.
0: Google have not made it very helpful, have they, at all? I mean, it's, the, the Hangouts on air is just like <laughs> mind-bogglingly confusing. Yeah. And then, it, you know, that with um, YouTube Live and live yeah. events. and
1: uh, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, mean uh, I would say about 95% of all questions that people have or issues they have are related to Google Hangouts. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> we're, we almost feel like in, in a way we're like support for Google Hangouts. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Great. Well, that's helpful. So anyone who's listened to this that could build that, please let us know. And I'm sure that you'd love to hear that. So the last thing is that we can hear you are uh, using apps. And uh, I wondered if you could give us one or two app recommendations that we could use because we love talking about apps, you know, maybe apps that we have not potentially come across before. So, what one or two app, apps can you recommend?
1: Mm, um, I mean, I, I really like appear.in. Yeah. Have you heard of that? No. Um, so appear.in, I mean, they have a they have a mobile app, but it's also a website um, where it's like browser to browser video chat. So it's free, um, and you can have I think up to eight people, and you can do screen sharing and all that. But the but the best thing about it is that it's just one like link. Uh, the let 's say your 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 uh, link is pure.in slash you know paul um you could send that to anyone and whenever they join you 'll get a text and you can you 'll join that room and you guys can start chatting so there 's no like hey add me on skype you know what 's your number like we you know any any of that just they both click a link and you start chatting
0: Sai you are in jeopardy here of giving the best recommendation on this show <laughs> that sounds that sounds amazing and uh, all the back and forth of like trying to message people. Yeah, uh, terrific. And if they have a, a mobile app as well, yeah, that, yeah. that's great. So I'm going to put that into the show notes. That is in the show <laughs> notes. There. It's episode 323. Three. So for anyone listening who's driving at the moment or struggling to, to remember all this, just go to theappguy.co and search for uh, Sai Hussain and it's 323 uh, three, and you'll see links to that. Oh, this has been great. How best can we connect and reach out to you, Sai? What is the best way of getting in touch?
1: Um, Well, I mean, best is probably Twitter and email. So on Twitter, you can find me at SIDORH, S-A-I-D-U-R-H. And if you guys have any questions uh, about Crowdcast or just want to contact me, you can email me at cy at crowdcast.io. Great.
0: Well, I have to say from, from me personally and from this audience, thank you so much for building an awesome (laughs) <laughs> awesome uh, integration from to make i, I had this love hate relationship with hangouts and, and now i've gone back in love with it so because of you <laughs> and uh and just thanks for like sharing your journey i mean from from doing all this stuff on your own and giving us some tips on how we can follow in your path it's been great thank you so much for coming on the app
1: i appreciate it thank you for
0: remind you that this show is sponsored by Gummy Cube. Gummy Cube are a big data company that are collecting data into Data Cube which is pulling data from the App Stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to Gummy Cube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. Just to remind you that I am sponsored by App Press and they are an app creation tool that will help you get native apps on the app store code free. They are one of the most upvoted products on Product Hunt for app creation tools. And so that tells you everything you need to know. You can go and try it out for free by going to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for continuing to support the show.